All right, and we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed It, man. Sorry for the delay. Today, we're going to talk about PNB Rockman. Rest in peace. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it, guys. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what Fed It covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. He's reaching in his jacket. You don't know, and he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. You're facing two counts of premeditated murder, racketeering, and Rico conspiracy. Young slime life. Here and after referred to as YSL. The defendants is, uh, six nine, and then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, six nine ran. I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes, aka Bush IC violated. In order to stay away from the victim, Trapper Bush IC arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, Miami Strip Club, injured one this person. Is the, this is the one that that's gonna fuck him up because this gun is not traceable. Well, it happened at the gun range. Here's your boy, 42 Doug, right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crimes. They can effectively link him to paying an underage girl. I'm gonna lock my pistol in the right, right. And well, the first bomb went off right here. Inspired by Al Qaeda, two terrorists, their brothers, the Zokar Sarnev and Tamer Lin Sarnev, when the cartel shipped drugs into the country. As this guy got arrested for um, espionage, okay, trading secrets with the Russians for monetary compensation, the largest corrupt police bust in New Orleans history. The days of the police are gone. So he was in this bad boy. We're gonna go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense. And we are back. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed It, man. <clears throat> Sorry, as I lose my voice here. I've been doing a lot of talking the past couple of days. Um, so today, guys, quick announcements. Uh, real quick, just so y'all know, we go, we go, um, um, we're live on Anchor, guys. So check us out over there on Anchor. Um, it's Fed It 1811 on Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash Fed It 1811. I know a lot of you guys have been asking for me to start doing this podcast so you guys can get an audio version. And uh, we have it. Shout out to Big Mo in the back who has been helping out significantly with that. <laughs> He uploaded all the episodes for you guys. Um, and as you guys know, we release a live stream every Sunday, and then we go ahead and give you guys a documentary on Thursday. Now, I did a community post yesterday, and I asked you guys, hey, what case do you guys want me to cover? And you guys pretty much said Bin Laden, which I've been working on extensively, guys. It's going to be a multiple-part series. We're going to cover the 9-11 attacks. We're going to cover um, and how the FBI responded and apprehended some of the individuals and or the CIA. Then we're going to also talk about how the CIA tracked Bin Laden down. Then we're going to talk into about how Bin Laden was killed, what they found in his house. And then um, we're also going to go ahead, for all the conspiracy theorists out there, I'm going to go ahead and also break down um, the New Pearl Harbor documentary, which is a five-hour-long documentary, which goes ahead and attacks a lot of the um, the official findings for the 9-11 situation. So I'm going to be objective about it. I'm going to look at it from you know what was purported you know in the reports and the official timeline of events. And then I'm also going to go ahead and look at the conspiracy theorists uh, viewpoint as well. I'm going to look at both sides and uh, both sides have great arguments. You know, I, I've looked at both and it's been an extensive amount of time uh, for research purposes that I've been doing. So um, just be patient. I promise y'all are going to get the 9-11 slash Bin Laden um, podcast. It's just that it's probably going to have to be broken down in certain parts. Okay. So um, yeah. And then uh, what else here? Other announcements I was going to say. 
Um, we're on Megaphone, guys, for Fresh and Fit Podcasts. Um, we're on a Megaphone for Fresh and Fit and for Fresh and Fit After Hours. So make sure to check us out over there. We're not on Anchor anymore. We're on Anchor with Fed at 1811. We're not on Anchor with Fresh and Fit. So if you want to get the older episodes, they're going to be there. But all the newer stuff now is on Anchor. Uh, sorry, excuse me, on Megaphone. All right, guys. So cool. Let me hit the chats real quick, and then we get into today's topic. So uh, I got Christina, by the way, in the house helping me out. You want to say anything to the people? Hi. Um, if you want any cases done... I guess contact on our IG page that at 18 Yeah. Okay. She's a woman of few words, uh, which is how we like it anyway. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. So uh, get some of these chats up on screen, please. All right. We got Michael Trostein in the house. 10 bucks guys. I'm going to get LeVar ball on the show to tell delusional three or four to stay in their lane for big Mo. Yes. Or yes. <laughs> this guy, uh, who else do we got? Uh, <laughs> Michael Trostein again, sound the alarms. Big Mo has his big baller brand inside my mother tight Chalupa. What? Okay. It's a strange situation. I'm on one. Everyone that doubted us is asking for forgiveness. If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness on Sarah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. And then top Jew, free snooker, free top G, yoga fire, Rolo, big Mo smashes my girls. Interesting. And uh, we got here 100K on D-Way. Fresh pushed me off the couch. Never forget. All right. Mike, I'm going to have to uh, cut off your super chats from this point forward, my friend. And then go free snooker. Thank you. Anybody else? Wait, I'm trying to go all the way down. Because you still want me to keep going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from this point forward, we'll, Joe Rogan meets Myron Gaines, yes or yes. I think the people would like that, but I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, if we do it, awesome. Oh, who else? Probably. Uh, WF Bro, that's from Brooklyn Darius. Thank you so much, Brooklyn Darius. I appreciate that. Um, anybody else? Are we caught up? Okay, it's, cool. It's um, when you... you every single super chat that comes on though christina is going to highlight guys so uh and then don demarco from michael trostein i appreciate that so uh drew duran goes Myron, appreciate what you do one million on uh, for fnf on the way congrats on all the success thank you drew i appreciate that um so guys every single chat that comes in uh christina is going to highlight it um and then i'll read it obviously throughout the broadcast uh but we got some things to cover today um this is going to be a pretty extensive um you know a fairly detailed uh uh, breakdown not as long as the other ones but this one's going to be pretty uh pretty good as well um anything else christina before i get into it no okay so today guys we're going to be breaking down pmb rock man rest in peace to him uh as you guys know he was tragically killed um back in september uh you know from senseless violence uh, violence you know and it's just absolutely ridiculous that um this is the world that we've come to but this is kind of what it is nowadays you know what i mean and it's 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 wild but um I'm going to go ahead and read his Wikipedia page real quick for you guys that may not know who he is. You know, Wikipedia probably is really easy to summarize and easy to go off of. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and enlarge it for y'all. So it goes here. Uh, Rakim Hashim Allen, uh, born December 9th, 1991 to September 12th, 2022, better known by his stage name. PNB Rock was an American rapper, singer, and songwriter from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He gained a large following in 2016 with his song Selfish, which peaked at number 51 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, as well as his feature on the song Crossing by Ed Sheeran alongside Chance the Rapper. He also provided uncredited vocals on Exxonacion's hit single Changes, which reached the top 20 on the same chart. I didn't know that. He released two studio albums, Catch These Vibes 2017 and Trap Star Turned Pop Star 2019, the latter which peaked within the top five on the Billboard 200 chart. Allen was chosen as part of the 2017 XXL freshman class. So as you guys can see, an established artist. Um, <laughs> Marnie, you can't cover 9-11 if you weren't involved. LOL. Uh, Christina, can you take that off the screen? Uh, just so that people can see what's going on. Yeah, so I'm like uh, looking at all the chats. Yeah. Uh, here, I got it. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
And guys, do me a favor, like the video. Um, so as you guys can see, he was an accomplished artist, man. This guy was, you know, by no means like some bummy SoundCloud rapper, accomplished artist on the U.S. B Billboard 100, uh, had a, a bunch of hits. Um, he was respected in the game. And yeah, very talented. And I've listened to some of his music as well. Uh, he can rap, he can sing, he can do it all. So, um, you know, it's it's tragic that someone uh, so talented would be taken away um, at such a young age, man. Um, I mean, he's only a year younger than me. So, you know what I mean? That's like your boy Myron getting, you know, shy and killed nowadays. Like, this is wild, man. It's really wild. And uh, so he did an interview uh, with DJ Academics uh, right before he passed away, man. And it, it's really uh, wild how, you know, he had been... Um, put in a, a similar situation before and kind of evaded the violence. Um, and then for him to fall a victim of the violence a short time later is, is crazy, man. And it, it speaks volumes about the issues with Los Angeles, which will be documented a bit here on this podcast. So a uh, shout out to DJ academics. I know some of y'all hate him, but he's still our homeboy. We still rock with him no matter what. Um, no, I'm going to go ahead and play you know this uh, portion from off the record to off the record is podcast with PMB rock. Craziest thing about that situation, by the way, like you said, you, you've lived in LA. Yeah. Like, LA's always felt a little spooky to me. And just tell me, and, and it's fine. You tell me if, if, if it's just me being pussy. But, like, just <laughs> LA, I think, I think because we, 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 LA is synonymous with the death of Biggie, death of Pac. Yeah. Um, and it's, and many other rappers as well, which I'll show you guys here in a little bit. I think it's just so much where, like, Niggas might be like ganged up other places, but I've never seen yo gang culture over there. It's just that shit's so serious. Crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I went through some shit when I first first like was having in LA with some niggas from Grape Street. These my niggas to this day. You feel me? Uh O3 Greedo and them. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? They try to do some type of shit, but they saying that I wasn't on that shit. You feel me? Like yeah. they try to approach me on some cool shit, but I I'm just knowing too much. I'm from the trenches too. So I'm and I will say this, guys, from my you know prior law enforcement experience and just being in LA myself, you know, we went out there a couple of times to do interviews and everything else like that. Um, yes, Los Angeles is 100 percent controlled by gangs, guys. That's just the way it is out there. It's a way of life. The, you know, the Crips and the Bloods originated in Los Angeles. It originally was there, put to, you know, fight against police and civil rights injustices, injustices, and allowed the black community to kind of, you know, band together and fight. But then it obviously morphed into something a, a lot more nefarious uh, with, you know, the drug trafficking, the violence, et cetera. And um, that's just that's just how Los Angeles is, guys. Um, it's very um, gang politic run. You know, anyone that's a somebody in Los Angeles typically has some type of individual um, from the street that they're involved with that will allow them, you know, some kind of safe passage or guarantee their safety to a certain degree. Now, does that mean that you're invincible? No. But um, being in Los Angeles without certain contacts and certain criminal organizations, if you know what I'm saying, could spell a death sentence for you. You have to be linked up with certain people. Now, he's from Philadelphia, which, again, from my law enforcement experience and training, I know Philadelphia is not... Uh, to the, it does not have the same amount of um, gang issues with Bloods and Crips as obviously Los Angeles does. Though Philadelphia does have its own gangs, right? And uh, there are criminal organizations in Philly. They don't have um, the same level and the same, how do I say this, volume of Bloods and Crips, okay? And uh, I know a lot of you guys actually, this reminds me, you guys, a lot of you guys asked me to break down the AR Ab case. I will do that as well. Don't worry, I have that on my to-do list actually because AR Ab was probably... Uh, one of the worst cases of self-snitching I've ever seen, to be honest with y'all. So um, it's it's pretty wild. Is he a but, state case? What was that? Is he a state case? No, it's a Fed case. Hmm. Uh, the FBI ended up getting him for RICO uh, back in the day. And I'll go ahead and break that down for y'all. But that was probably one of the... Between that and O-Block, probably the two worst cases of self-snitching I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
And then we got Detective Conan in the house goes, truth, stop stealing my lines. One truth prevails, Ninja. I appreciate that, sir. And yes, that, that was, uh, that's one of my favorite shows is um, Case Closed. Uh, classic anime right there. And then we got, uh, was that Christina fighting Axe Girl? No, it was not, my friend. <laughs> no. It wasn't, man. It was not. Uh, cool. So uh, let's get back to the interview where they're talking about uh, gang politics in Los Angeles. You have another one. I'll, I'll pull it up after. Uh, yeah. Just like not paying it. I'm not, I'm not taking it lightly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm clutching and all that. Like, I'm like, bro, what is y'all niggas trying to do? Like, I'm going off of the energy. Fuck what you're saying right now. I know what you're saying, but it's like, I'm getting it too. You feel me? Like, I'm not slow. I'm not no fucking dickhead. It's like, what's going on, bro? Like, what y'all trying to do? Like, yeah. and when they peeped it, they're like, oh no, this nigga ain't no fuck nigga. Like, you know, some shit like we really could fuck with this nigga. Like, on some yeah, real yeah. shit. And when they peeped it, like they started like getting a little bit more lackadaisy. And it's like, all right, we could talk. You feel me? And they tried to test me, like on some test me shit. Like, yeah. they was just like, yeah, come to the hood. You feel me? Like, come oh, up to, the come to the hood. I went to their hood. You <laughs> feel me? With all with strapped up. You feel me? Like, I went with my niggas. Like, it was like three of us. And we wasn't crazy Why? deep. Cause I just be wanting niggas to know, like, nigga, I'm like, y'all. I'm, I'm just like y'all, bro. You feel me? Like, I'm just like you. I came from the trenches and I want niggas to like. I, I don't know yeah, why I used to be like that. that. It's that respect right It's there. like, yeah, I don't, I don't. And that obviously is a very risky endeavor because here's the thing. You might prove yourself to one set, but that doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like you, you prove yourself to these guys. All right, cool. They verified me. I'm street, whatever. But there's always some other idiot out there that's always going to try to, you know, try you. And that's the thing that kind of sucks about, you know, being a street dude or being a hood dude is that it's never enough, guys. You look at someone like Nipsey Hussle, right, who Los Angeles loved right literally like he was the voice of the streets he had done a lot of um philanthropy he had been helping you know gave back to the hood everyone loved him and they still killed him in his own store man so you cannot appease these goons you can't you know because someone is always going to try you so it's like if you appease one set and you're good in this area you might not necessarily be good in another area and the way los angeles is set up you could be, you know, walk two blocks over and now you're dealing with Hoovers. Then you're dealing with, you know, uh, you know, rolling 60s here. Then now you're dealing with some bloods. Then you're dealing with these guys. And, and it's not uncommon for uh, gangs, right? Same exact gang, but different sets to fight each other and have deadly beef. You know what I'm saying? So it's you can never win in this situation. And I get what he's saying. Hey, I don't want nobody to think I'm a bitch because if they do think that, then I'm going to go ahead and they're going to test me more. But. At some point, man, when you're an individual who has, you know, affluence, wealth, status, you you have a lot to lose, you have a family, etc. Is it really worth it to prove yourself to a bunch of idiots that more than likely haven't even graduated high school or, you know, are selling drugs or, you know, uh, convicted felons? Is it really? Nine out of ten times it isn't. But I can see, you know, where he's coming from, right? Because he doesn't want to get tested and, and look like a bitch. But at the same time, is it worth it, man? You know, and in this case, he ended up getting lucky. But, you know, later on, it wasn't so lucky, unfortunately. I don't know why I used to always have that. Like, everywhere I go, I wanted to touch the hood. Like, And it's also to kind of let them know, like, yo, y'all built from the same time. Because, yeah, because sometimes people, they'll judge off, they'll think that, oh, it's only niggas that come from where we at. Yeah, like this. Yeah, no kizzy. So when they seen that, though, them niggas respect the hand. Yeah. They like, oh, no, this nigga, PNB, coming different. You know how many niggas that we didn't ask? Had the same conversation with and told him to pull up to the block. And yeah. them niggas said he was gonna come to the block. So them niggas ain't never at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas never pulled Two weeks up. Ago. <laughs> yeah, Roddy Rich said the same shit when I pulled up the Roddy Rich projects. Two different times before Roddy. Shout out to Osama in the chat, by the way. He goes, Hey, big head. All right, bro. <laughs> We're gonna cover your case uh, soon. Don't worry, my friend. Myron's grandfather. You guys you are fucking up? assholes. 
Huh? What was that? Did you press it? Yeah, I pressed it. Yeah. Osama in the chat. <laughs> was even like yeah. super heavy. It was like, damn, bro, you just came out here. Like, it was just me and him. Me and him went to the projects. He like, bro, like, you, want you ain't got no security and none of that shit. Tripping. And it's like, bro, I got security, but I don't got security. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I be on my shit too. You feel me? So I be on angles. I'm already watching everything that's going on. So it's going to be kind of hard for you to get me because I used to do the same shit. Like, that probably gives you a lot of like respect and shit like that. Yeah, niggas fuck with that for sure. But I go like, and I want you guys, did you guys pay attention to that? He said, I used to do the same shit, man. <sighs> LA's gotten just weird and, and like I think during the pandemic, I was just hearing too much stories like niggas yeah, getting niggas watches taking off. Somebody tried me on Fairfax, like like mid-pandemic. But it was Why like they another so one. Of, I don't know. I guess cause niggas be sweet. You feel me? And niggas, they just you niggas see me with my family and nigga, they think I'm just out here lacking. You know what I'm saying? So it would be one of those type of situations. So we're like, niggas. Yo, I hear it just walking up to niggas in like broad daylight, like, yo, give me your chain. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, yo niggas. And that'd be happening in LA too, guys. Like, I can't tell you how many situations where there have been rappers that have been getting robbed when they're out of dinner. They're in a safe area. They're on Rodeo fucking drive getting robbed or getting their stuff taken. It is wild in Los Angeles, man. That's why, honestly, I don't go out there unless I absolutely have to. Like, I, you, you know, you guys have heard me be very critical of California before. Yo, I don't like California at all and i don't really like los angeles either you know of all the california cities i think san diego is way better it's safer you know but you know it, it's kind of like uh if you're in entertainment business you're an entertainer musician uh anything that has to do with um being in showbiz you're gonna have to make that pilgrimage to la at some point thankfully we're able to kind of keep our base of operations here in miami and we don't have to necessarily go out there but if you really want to expand, you want to do collabs, et cetera, you have to go out to L.A. at some point. Right. And that's what we did a few times. But, yeah, man, I, I, when we were in L.A., uh, we, we moved a lot differently. We, we know we made sure to uh, move correctly, move with the right people, move in a situation where we're not going to leave ourselves susceptible to some type of crime. And we get in and get out, man. And that's kind of what it is. And there's nothing wrong or uh, soft about being intelligent and understanding where you're at and operating based off of where you're at. You know what I mean? You know, being a tough guy, right, a lot of the times can get you in trouble to some degree. All right. Try me or some. It'd be like every Are they time. They try to take your jewelry or something? I don't know, but it'd be like, I'll be on shit and I'm not. Where I'm from, we like sneaky criminals. Like, in <laughs> yeah. LA, it's like they bold. It's like they want you to know, they want you to, they want to spark a conversation with you first before they get into some shit. Some of them, some of them might just go crazy. Like, I know some niggas like that too. They might not even, they might be on their sneaky shit too. But the majority of the times I got into some shit, it was like they just gave they drop up too fast. You feel me? So the second time I got into some shit, it was like niggas was just talking loud as shit. Wanting me to hear their conversation. And it's like, I'm with my peoples. Like, I'm with my, my, my daughter and my girl. Like, why are they talking about this gangster shit? Like, this around. Like, we outside. We on Fairfax. I'm like, man, you know, I already peed the bitch. We out. gangsters out there on Fairfax? Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm on Fairfax right now. So I'm not <laughs> And that's them trying to assert some kind of dominance, guys. You know what I mean? This is like very similar to like when girls like you and you're in the club or you're in a location or whatever, they'll put themselves in proximity to you and they'll speak a little bit louder to get your attention. It's a very similar situation here if you go into the criminal's mind. A lot of the times what will happen is they kind of want to test you to see where you stand and how much of a tough guy you are or like if you're going to try them, right? And, and they kind of want to see what you're made of. So he did the smart thing and he got the hell out of there. But some other guys might say, yo, what, what's the problem, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, obviously at that point, they're you're they're outnumbering you right but very similar situation where in you know in la they're overt about it they don't give a shit 
you know, robbing people daylight, talking about criminal activity out there, out in the open. You know, self-snitching is real nowadays. Stupid. So, yeah, we'll play a little bit more of this and then get into it. And there's already 1,400 you guys in here. Do me a quick favor. Please like the video, man. Sub to the channel. Like, man, we out of here. You feel me? Like, we gone. My girl, like, no, nah, we I'm like, I'm just going off of the vibes. Like, we out. Is, is she peeping the energy? Because I'm not sure you on point. Yeah, she ain't peeping. She was thinking I'm tripping. about women sometimes. She be thinking man. I'm tripping. So, in a mix of all this, I'm like, no, nah, we out. So, she peeped it. I'm serious. She's like, no, nah, we out. We drive probably like two blocks in the street. She thinking this shit a game. She pull over somewhere else. Like, oh, I wanted to go to this door right here. And then, in a mix of me, like telling her like where the park at, it's like somebody just came fast as shit and took the parking spot, like the same spot that we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, they must have been following me or something, bro. How the fuck this car get behind me this <laughs> yeah. fast? Like I ain't even look. I look back and that shit was there quick as shit. And then when I walked past, like the car bombed out, like this shit. These are all signs, man. All signs. Pin it to the max. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm getting all this heat coming from the car though. Like I'm feeling the energy coming from the car. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Who that car? Like you know, some other shit. I ain't going to the store for two seconds. The same people coming from out the car, hopping the store, hype and shit. See some gang banging shit, like some set of my, I don't know what they say. This is some shit out loud. Set tripping. But it was like, son, that I'm not that I recognize the energy. You feel me? I'm like, what? You feel me? Like, he like started talking to me with some gay shit. Like, I'm like, bro, do you know me? Like, you know me from somewhere? He like, nigga, yeah, I know who you is. Trying to get me to like get into some shit. So I'm like, man, I flagged him off and I just walked out the store because I already know like where this shit about to go. You feel me? You don't that make you nervous. It's like you would like. See, look at that. Trying to antagonize a fight, man. You know, like this is just, this is just typical, you know, hood, hood bullshit, right? Like, like, oh, this dude has money. He has some status. Let me try him. Let me see how he's going to act. Like, and you know, kudos to him for being intelligent enough to know, kind of see what was going on. The guy was trying to stimulate some type of bullshit and he was like, man, fuck this shit and, and walked away. And that's a smart thing to do is just, just get out of there, you know? Um, but it, this is what happens when you associate with idiots, you know? So um, fast forward, you know, to September 12th, tragically, and um, this ends up happening, right? And I remember the news broke, guys, while we were on um, live or like it, was, it had broke, it had broke like right around the time we went live on September 12th. And it goes here. And this is like the first one of the first articles that came out. Um, rapper at PNB Rock uh, shot killed at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Los Angeles. As you guys can see, September 12th, Monday. Um, and then this right here was like a press conference that was given immediately after, which um, I wanted to play for you guys. So you can kind of get the, the temperament of the situation immediately after it happened. So let's roll the clip here. And this is from uh, who was this woman here? Um, LAPD Captain Kelly Munoz. Okay. And the audio kind of sucks. You got to thank the freaking, you know, Los Angeles media team. Give them a big fucking. For not taking their production quality seriously. But, you know, this happened right after the event. As you guys can see, they taped it off. It's during the day. So this literally was probably like hours after the shooting on, on uh, at one o'clock uh, Los Angeles time. Southeast patrol officers responded to the 100 block of Manchester Avenue for a robbery that just occurred. When they arrived, they found a male um, suffering gunshot wounds, and that male was then transported to the hospital. What occurred was uh, the victim, along with a female witness, were in this area eating at a... And as you guys can see, if you notice right here, here's the detective already um, there. So she's, at, you know, doing this press conference while the investigation is literally like they're on there on the scene 
you know, collecting evidence. Anytime a murder situation happens, they close off, they cordon out the area, and the detectives show up. Obviously, he was deceased, I think, um, when they arrived, or he was barely conscious. And, you know, they got to, you know, they're doing their blood pattern analysis, they're pulling CCTV video, they're doing all that stuff. So this was literally like within hours of what happened. And I kind of wanted to, um, and the, the goal here, guys, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys news articles as the case progresses and we get more and more information so you guys can kind of understand the evolution of this investigation. So like I said before, this is merely hours after the shooting or right after. Restaurant when they were approached by at least one suspect who brandished a firearm and demanded property from the victim. Uh, the, the suspect then shot the victim multiple times and removed property and then left the location in a getaway car. The getaway car fled in, a, in an unknown direction. We don't know where the vehicle went. Uh, and uh, officers then were able to uh, close down the scene until the uh, and then until we could find out what the uh, status of the victim is yeah so as you guys can see you know how i know that this happened right after because she's not well informed okay um anytime something crazy happens guys the press tries to shoot for some type of you know um comment from the investigating agency the good thing about being for the feds right you know what we would always tell them uh active investigation sorry go pound some sand <laughs> you know what i mean and we don't really have to give a press conference like that for them typically the feds don't give a press conference unless like they need help or they got the person in custody to some degree. The problem with like staying locals, right? Like LAPD, et cetera, they're in uniform. So they're considered more like public servants. They're, they're, you know, they're funded directly by county and city tax dollars. So for them, right, since they're more in the public eye and they rely a lot more on the public's uh, you know, support, right, with community policing, et cetera, they're the they're the they're the face of law enforcement for the area, you know. They're pressured a lot of times to give press conferences immediately following in uh, an, a, a, some type of event, right? So with that said, um, that's why she gave this press conference, but she probably she doesn't know all the facts. And that's how I know, based off of what she's saying, that the case is still rapidly evolving. I mean, hell, y'all just saw what detective walk into the scene just there. So this was probably <laughs> probably not even an hour or two after the shooting that she's given this press conference. Um, I'm sorry to say that the victim has been pronounced deceased at 13.159 hours today. Um, South Barrel Homicide is working in this case as are many other detectives. What can you tell us about the victim's age? Um, I don't have the victim's age or any of the other um, identifiers right now. I can tell you that it is a male. Um, out of respect for the family and other loved ones, we're not going to be identifying this individual um, right now. And that's also how you know that um, that the, the the case was in infant stages when they don't want to go ahead and identify the the victim. You know that's that's a telltale sign that uh, they're still in the infant stages. Um, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and pull some of these chats up, guys. Thank you so much for the support. There's uh, fifteen, uh, almost seventeen hundred you guys in here, man. You could be anywhere else, but you're here watching Fed eighteen eleven on a Sunday night. Thank you guys so much. Um, we got here King eight nine uh, with nine bucks uh, euro. I uh, can't wait for the Bin Laden breakdown or no, I think that's pound actually. Uh, Myron, did you watch Marquette's vid breaking down how Ack and Tori's manager were gaslighting fresh the whole stream? Keep using Ack, but keep your distance, Myron. Uh, I don't know about that, man, but I uh, appreciate your donation. I could probably get Ray Lewis after LeVar Ball and eventually Tom Brady for the podcast. Yes or yes. <laughs> Tom Brady, if you could pull that off, that would be crazy, but I, he's probably too busy, you know, chasing championships. I my feel friend. like I would have melt if I met Tom Brady. 
I feel like you need to shut up right now. Um, <laughs> Patriots. Uh, okay, so what was I going to do here? Um, that's why women are to be seen and not heard. Uh, okay, so where are we going here? Rapper, PNB Rock. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so here we go. So we got now, guys, I'm going to go ahead and play this. Um, PNB uh, Rock fatally shot Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in South LA. So this came um, the next day. So now we have a little bit more detail as to what ended up happening. Oh, hold on. Is this thing Not muted? Playing. My bad. Rock saying it is possible an Instagram post may have led to the killing of the music sensation. And the gunman is still on the run tonight. KCAL 9's Leslie Marin is live from Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles in South LA, where a memorial continues to grow there. Leslie. Well, Juan, the Roscoe's here on Maine and Manchester did reopen less than 24 hours after the shooting. The owner saying he wants people to know they have security and it is safe, but it's really hard not to notice this growing memorial right outside for rapper P&B Rock. Not only are his fans mourning his death, but... So this is a few hours now after, this is probably the night of, after, you know, they finally identified him and, you know, now they're covering the case with a little bit more information. So are his friends from his hometown in Philadelphia. I was devastated. Music producer Zachary Newsham Quinn wrote this song with friend Rakeem Allen, known to many as rapper P&B Rock. We have a couple more songs that never got released, unfortunately, but we had a lot of plans coming up for this next week. A moment they now won't get to share. And let me tell you guys this, too, about the music industry. It's a little bit dark here, but... The reality is anytime an artist dies, their music goes up in value significantly. And what happens is um, other artists, publishers, you know, people that are involved in the music industry, managers, etc. They start to fight over um, pieces of music that that artist left behind and they try to fight for rights of it. Um, you know, like with Pop Smoke's album, for example, right? Uh, the, re the album was re released after he passed away and songs that originally had certain artists those artists were taken off and replaced with other artists that might be able to generate uh, a more of a mainstream buzz or that can generate more revenue or or get more uh, clicks or whatever it may be for the album. And this is kind of one of the unfortunate sides of the music industry is that when an artist dies, their work by deep, excuse me, their work by default goes up in value. And then obviously as things go up in value, we know humans, humans are prone to be greedy and that's where you start to see the dark side of human nature. A lot of the times, even in death, People, you know, still chase the green. So that's kind of what sucks here. And I see some of you guys saying uh, Young Dolph. Okay, um, Christina, do you want to tell them about what's going on with Young Dolph real quick? Because I, okay. they've been asking for this for a very long time yeah. and you've been dealing with it. So uh, go ahead and let them know. So Memphis, what I've known is really small. So like every time I have someone go to the courthouse, they get like kind of threatened in a way. So it's honestly, it's just I might have to go myself and get it because no one really knows me out there. But if someone still is in Memphis who wants to go try, we can do it. But other than that, like, they literally, once they say the name, the case number, and they put in the system and they see who it is, then they start asking them weird questions like, what's your full name? What's your address? You don't need this. You shouldn't be doing this right now. So it's just like, it just makes everybody back off. So 
Basically, they're discouraging anyone that's trying to get those documents, guys. They they ask a bunch of questions about about you when you ask for them. Um, Just stuff that you, they shouldn't be asking. Yeah, honestly. strange strange things. As a private citizen, you should be able to get this type of information. But they try to like they pressure you to not get it. Like, hey, why do you want this, etc. So really that's weird. what kind of happens sometimes. With and this is why I hate covering state cases, guys, because state cases, um, it's much more difficult to get documents depending on which you know agency, state, jurisdiction, county the case occurred in. But every county and every area is different when it comes to getting certain. Uh, criminal justice documents. You got some? Go ahead. Yeah, but also because I do all the state cases, after I find a case and something happens in court, they literally change everything. Then I had to redo my research because you can't find it. Like right now, I was trying to get a document. I get, got the right information from the website. Someone went to LA to go to the police station. They literally told them, oh no, that's not the case number no more. You need, you need to call this, this, this. So it's just like, they literally change it after something gets released. Or Yep. So... So, yeah, they make it very difficult, guys. Um, they're making fun of you. They say you look like a squirrel. It's my teeth. <laughs> but... Oh, man. <laughs> she just got a procedure done, guys. Her her face is swollen. Um, she's got a procedure done for her teeth. So that's kind of why uh, she looks like a right. chipmunk right now. And she can't. <laughs> and she sounds weird. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, man, if y'all... <laughs> <laughs> it's my teeth. No one is safe from the jokes. No one is safe. I feel like my lips are it, so it definitely tears it apart. LAPD Chief Michael Moore says investigators are looking for both the gunman and a getaway driver who waited in the car as a musician was shot, then robbed while eating with his girlfriend at this Roscoe's in South LA Monday. The target was uh, expensive jewelry and property that he had on his person. We believe a senseless uh, murder occurred uh, following a posting on Instagram. Investigators are looking into whether this... <laughs> Who posted this? Was this KSI right here? Hold on. Social media. Yeah, it's KSI. <laughs> the story that essentially killed PMB Rock. My only question was, it worth it? Was it worth it for the gram? Can't be geotagging stuff these days, man. Especially if you're still at the location. It's too dangerous now. Disgusting from the from the killer too. Just not fair. R.I.P. PMB Rock. No, oh, well, KSI speaking facts for once. <laughs> After all the bullshit you said about Andrew Tate, but we'll continue. Looking into whether this social media post may have prompted the attack made by PMB Rock's girlfriend showing food along with a geotag location. Moore says she's cooperating with investigators and should not be blamed. And we'll talk about that geolocation and Instagram post here in a little bit. Don't worry, guys. But says it wouldn't be the first time robbers turn to the Internet. Bad guys, if you will, uh, monitor those uh, and track those uh, celebrities and those individuals and then recognize or believe that they can uh, attack those homes and, and be relatively unchallenged. And there have been instances in which that exactly that has occurred. That jury you took from him, that don't mean nothing. His life. Yeah, and the people that took the jewelry. Stupid. Because you can't even sell it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to steal the jewelry and uh, what are you going to do? Take it to a pawn shop? Or are you going to, do you have the skills to burn, you know, melt it into uh, precious metal? Like, no. Like, if you're doing stupid shit like this, stupid. you clearly don't have the skill set to be, you, you you wouldn't be doing stupid shit like that if you actually had that skill set. So, you know, it's ridiculous. We're going to get into who actually committed this crime in a second, and it all makes sense. But uh, let's let's carry on here. You have something, Christina? I'm just You're laughing, laughing in the, the back. Oh, uh, she's just laughing at y'all roasting her. I okay. Fair enough. What the hell? Back in South LA, community activists called for action to stop the rise in violent crime. The owner of the Roscoe's reopening just a day later. We do great community services. This is not gang related. This is a one off situation. Back in Philadelphia. Yeah, of course, he don't want nobody to stop going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Philadelphia, where PNB Rock is from, Councilmember Kenyatta Johnson 
is introducing a resolution to honor the rapper's life and legacy. They once met during a Stop the Violence rally. He was encouraging his young generation to put the guns down. And so for me, that was just a good example about the type of person that he was. All right. So um, also, guys, real quick, speaking, we got a list of um, murders here. Okay, I got this uh, tab here because I was I was actually curious to see how many rappers have been killed in Los Angeles. And unfortunately, it's too many. God damn it. Um, so it goes here. List of uh, murdered hip hop musicians. The following list of notable hip hop musicians who have been murdered. A 2015 study concluded that murder was the cause of 51.5 percent of U.S. hip hop musicians deaths. I guarantee you that probably went up significantly since 2022. The study noted that this figure refers primarily to premature deaths as most hip-hop musicians have not yet lived long enough to fall into the highest risk ages for heart and liver-related illnesses. So let's go ahead and do a Control-F on here, and let's type in Los Angeles. So we got, obviously, the Notorious B.I.G., March 9th, 1997, okay? Then we got, who else? Um, then we got um, Dala died on may 18 2009 los angeles california he was killed shot and killed okay then we got nipsey hustle uh killed march 31st 2019 los angeles california right sean killed and then they don't have it here but it would be pnb rock um and uh draco the ruler as well were killed in los angeles uh so this needs to be updated for 2022 but we know two other artists that got killed in um and pop smoke as well yes and pop smoke which this list kind of Sad. Yeah, you know what? There should be, I think, an updated list. Uh, rappers killed in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think they have it. Does Wikipedia have the most updated one? Let's see here. Yeah, they do. Okay, so we got, um, yep, here's PMB Rock. And then you got, mm, nope, not Young Dolph. Draco the Ruler, he was killed on December 19, 2021. And you got, um, Where's Pop Smoke here? Yeah, Pop Smoke killed February 19, 2020. That's so, really like, that's awful. Yeah, man. It's that's it's really bad. List, especially for people who finally just made it out. Yeah. No, and a lot, and these guys are young too, man. That's I mean, crazy. Pop Smoke was uh, 20 years old, man. PNB Rock, 30. Um, you know, Biggie, I think, was only 24 when he was killed. Um, but, you know, it, it's wild. It's like they can't leave. Yeah, 24. That's so sad. And then. And then Dala, he was 21, May 18, 2009. So, yeah, these are all the rappers that were killed. Hip-hop is officially probably the most dangerous profession, guys. You know, Nipsey Hussle was 33. Uh, yeah, man, wild, wild, wild right there. So rest in peace to all those individuals. And guys, do me a quick favor. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and like the video if you guys haven't already. Um, all right, so we're going to go ahead. I'm just super chat real fast. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah, can we all pull right, them up on screen? I got demoted. <laughs> uh, Christina got demoted for that comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a very uh, stupid... I'm a Patriots fan. No, I get that you're a Patriots fan, but uh, yeah. What, who else? <laughs> um, ah! From TriVision. I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, anything else? Hold on. It's, it's, I go to all the way down a little bit. I think there's like two more. You got haters like this. Unliking for asking so much. All right, bro, then unlike the video. I don't know why you're still here then. The fuck? <laughs> PMB was loyal to the streets and that got him killed. So, Myron, are you still loyal to ACT? I need you to put it on pause and reassess relationship respect over loyalty. Bro, pod. Ignore. Yeah, bro. I'm not like, even going to, like, really? 
it's amazing how people will see things happen at surface level, but they don't understand they don't all the other things story. behind the scenes. And they'll just like think, oh, yo, you, you got to immediately disown this person because they got drunk one time and said some crazy shit on a podcast. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever, bro. It's not that serious. It really isn't. It was actually really good. Like, I know academics personally, bro. I was literally talking with him right before this show. He's like, a really nice person. I don't know why man. people think. Um, all right. So wait, let's go wait. ahead. You might have like one more. It's just that so many combos coming in right now that it's okay. getting everything hidden. Yeah, so so I can I can't put it on slow mode. Yeah, I mean, guys, like I said before, man, just because I had a disagreement with somebody or they might have done something or whatever, is it gonna make me say, oh fuck them? I'm never gonna talk to them again, bro. You know what I mean? He was with us when everybody else was coming at us, so we're with him now when everyone's trying to come at him. Same thing. It's loyalty, man. All right, and I'm assuming social media post by the late PMB's rock girlfriend Stephanie Subu Huen. Okay, I'm just gonna call her Steph. Uh, might have led a shooter to the American rapper who was fatally shot just minutes later. And this was on September 13th, the day after, guys. So I remember that following the shooting, the since deleted Instagram post from PNB Rock's girlfriend that tagged their location and circulated online. This was the post that she had originally made, guys, that people, you know, claim uh, led to his shooting. Okay. And we're going to talk about this here in a second if her actual um, Instagram post led to the shooting or not. All right. Um, because that's up for debate. You know, some you got people like Cardi B saying, No, it didn't lead to it. You guys all need to apologize. And then there's some other people that are like, Well, hold on, we don't know all the facts of the investigation yet. We gotta hold off, right? So this was the notorious Instagram post that people allege got PMB Rock killed, where she tagged the location and we were they were actually still there, which on her part, man, I mean, even if like I said before, stupid, I don't think, right, from from the from the information that I have and that I've gathered, I don't think that she posted that trying to set them up. I know there was a bunch of people on the internet with their conspiracy theories trying to say, oh, bro, she set him up. She wanted him dead. I'm telling you, right? All over Twitter and everything else like that. I don't think she tried to set him up to get him killed. But what I do think is that, quite frankly, um, she was just being very, very um, stupid. You know, um, uh, let's be honest here, guys. We all know girls. Stupid. I love Instagram. They love attention. They love the ability to be able to post and let people know how lit their life is. You know, and in her case, she just made a very stupid mistake. Um, the other thing, too, I want to let you all know is that, you know, she had had issues before with posting where they were at and PNB Rock telling her you got to chill on posting on social media, etc. And she had just gotten her Instagram back when this incident occurred, which is why some of y'all are like, why would you flex Roscoe's chicken and waffles? Well, gosh, you know, if you've been starved for water for months, you're going to want to drink, right? And that's probably what happened here in this situation. She wanted to just post anything she could. And, you know, unfortunately, this post here may or may not have led directly to the perpetrators um, finding and killing PNB Rock for during this robbery, okay? So, yeah. And real quick, just so you guys kind of get an idea, here is the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles right here, located on 106 West Manchester Avenue, Los Angeles, California. Um, and hold on, let me go ahead and click this for y'all, get the get the location. We can drop the little man here. Right here. No, right. God damn it, hold on. Nope. Ah. Give myself a stupid button here in a second. Where was I? Oh, right here. Okay, I got to zoom in a bit. Google Maps can be fairly cumbersome, guys. All right. So, bam. Drop the little guy right here. Cool. So, now it's across the street from this McDonald's. You go in. Right. And here it is right here. Um, that police captain, she was doing the interview Not right there. She's over, over, there. over here. 
is where she was. She was right around this area when she was doing it because you could see the two steps behind her. But yeah, as y'all can see, this ain't the best neighborhood, man. All right. This is not the best neighborhood here um, to be going out with, you know, all your jewelry and family, you know. But this... like, if you're famous, wouldn't you just not want to be around these? I know like these old spots have like good food, but like, wouldn't you just not want to go around it? Uh, I mean, you wanted some fried chicken, man. I mean, I guess that's what it is. And if you guys look at it, this is uh, right here. South, it looks like South Central L.A., not too far from Compton, you know. So, yeah, just unfortunate event, you know. Um, all right. So. Uh, so they end up, guys, identifying, right? The police do their investigation. They're able to identify that there were three perpetrators involved. OK. And they ended up charging them. Um, this was on september 29th okay no no september 27th so they go ahead and they identify some of the people that were involved right so september 27th the lapd fbi task force operation south bureau lapd atf task force operation south bureau's community safety unit god damn that's a fucking mouthful and south bureau a homicide division coordinated the arrest of two people believed to be involved in the murder of rakeem allen and remember guys rakeem allen is um pnb rock all right and uh let me go ahead and enlarge this for y'all real fast that should be easier to read now. Um, one of the two people arrested was a minor under the age of 18. He was arrested in Lawndale, California, and booked for 602-WIC-187A, which is murder. Uh, and as you guys remember, you know, boom, and you don't stop because it's 187 on the undercover cop, right? 187 is the code for murder in Los Angeles, okay? And that was a song from uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg um, from the movie Deep Undercover, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then Chantel Drone, 32 years old, was arrested in Gardena, California. She was arrested and booked for a 32A PC accessory to murder, booking number right there, uh, 64724. All right. Um, all right. So we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, just so y'all know, just, you know, I might as well make this announcement right now for y'all. Um, I'm going to go ahead. We're getting a new computer, guys, actually tomorrow that we're going to get installed. If you can see behind Christina, I'm not fucking around. Christina, move over a little bit. I got a new computer right there. It's going to get built from scratch. So we got a bunch of stuff coming for y'all. So I've already been handling the sound issue. I told y'all, um, you know, when it comes to content quality, etc., we're not going to fuck around with that stuff. So uh, apologize for that. This is going to potentially happen every 45 minutes to an hour. The fucking sound is going to go out. I got to just restart the mixer and we'll be fine. So sorry about that, guys. I'll make sure to make a note of it on the timestamps. Um, we'll go ahead and get back to the last thing that was heard here. So I'll go ahead and go back to what I was reading here. Sorry about that. Okay. 
Back to the Rayleigh schedule programming. Okay. So Chantel uh, Drone, 23 years old, was arrested in Gardenia, California. She was arrested in book for 32A PC accessory to murder. Booking number 6472430. The case against those arrested will be pre- uh, presented to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office for filing consideration no later than Thursday, September 29th, 2022. So what does this mean exactly, guys? What this means is that the police are going to go ahead and make a probable cause arrest, all right, because they feel as though they have enough evidence, and then they'll go ahead and submit a complaint or file some kind of document uh, you know, in respect to that arrest later on. And this is kind of one of the benefits of being a state and local. The state and locals, guys, can make PC arrests all day. They don't necessarily have to cut any type of paper to arrest you. They can just get some information. Okay, I th- we, ha- we have enough. Let's fucking do it. They go make their arrest, and then they present the case to the, you know, district attorney after the fact feds we don't operate that way with the feds you ain't arrested nobody unless you talk to an AUSA okay or an assistant United States attorney versus an assistant district attorney when you're a federal you got to do everything with the AUSA you know you typically don't arrest someone without an AUSA's authorization to you know agree to prosecute the case and to go ahead and uh, already have preemptive steps to file a criminal complaint whatever it may be like that but with the state they can go ahead and arrest you off rip just off probable cause they don't have to cut no paper right and the reason for that is because uh, for expediency reasons, guys, as you guys know, you could be a local police officer driving down the road, catch someone on the side of the road. They have some weed on them. What, you going to call a prosecutor at three o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, uh, do you want to take my case? No, they're just going to fucking arrest you, book you right there and then take you to the jail, drop you off, write up some paperwork. And then, you know, at some point, you know, whether you get bond or not, the state will come back and, you know, decide if they're going to file charges against you later. That's how the state works. But the feds, it's much more refined. The reason why the feds don't lose investigate, don't lose um, cases, guys, is because when the feds come, they've done a case. There's AUSA involved from the beginning. The AUSA authorized that arrest. You've been indicted by a federal grand jury nine out of ten times. So that is why the feds don't lose. But with the state, they have way more leeway to make arrests like this. So that's what I. So that's why I think it was very important to make that distinguish for you guys that they're not they're not actually filing paperwork until the 29th. However, they already got two people in custody, and they're searching for a um for a uh, uh what's it called an absconder okay or a fugitive seeking the public's assistance locating suspect wanted for murder the los angeles police department this was uh, released on september 28th by the way guys the los angeles police department south bureau homicide division detectives are seeking the public's assistance in locating a suspect responsible for murder and then also i want to let you guys know the fact that they had the um fbi and atf involved off of rip tells me that nine out of 10 ch- ch- uh, chance that they already knew that this guy had fled Los Angeles and was out of state. That's why they got the feds involved early on. And I wouldn't be surprised if this guy wasn't on the FBI's um, uh, radar and ATF, because when they say LAPD task force operation, South Bureau, blah, blah, blah. You guys want to know what the translation for that is? <laughs> Safe streets task force. That's what the fuck it means, guys. Typically um, when the FBI has a task force and they're working with state and locals, Nine out of 10 times, it's either going to be a JTTF or more than likely if a street crime, violent crime like this, it's called the FBI Safe Streets Task Force, which they developed, you know, decades ago to combat organized crime, violent crime in the United States. Um, And then obviously, since there was a gun involved in this situation, I'm not surprised that the ATF was involved. But more than likely, uh, this guy probably was on the FBI and or ATF's radar from before. And they knew that he absconded the state and went over to where he was caught. Sorry for that sound in the background, guys. Uh, someone pulled a fire alarm here in the it's building like, like an idiot. So Stupid. L for the person that pulled the farm the fire alarm. So <clears throat> okay, so uh, okay, so we go go here. Um, 
The Los Angeles Police Department South Bureau Homicide Division detectives are seeking the public's assistance in locating a suspect responsible for murder. On Monday, September 12, 2022, Rakeem Allen, a.k.a. PNB Rock, arrived at a restaurant located at the 100 block of West Manchester Ave with his girlfriend. As they were having lunch, a suspect entered the restaurant and approached Allen. The suspect shot Allen, removed some of his property. The suspect also demanded property from Allen's girlfriend. The suspect fled the location in an awaiting vehicle. Freddie Lee Trone. Okay, that right there, guys. Put L in the chat for Freddie right here. Okay, because he. Oh shit. All right. Test, test, test. All right, you guys got me back. Sorry about that. So going back, we'll get right back into it, guys. Um, Freddie Lee Trone has been identified as being a person involved in the murder of Rakeem Allen. He should be considered armed and dangerous. If you see him, you are urged to call 911 for immediate assistance. Anyone having information on the whereabouts of the suspect or anyone having additional information about this homicide is urged to contact the South Bureau. So, and here's the actual um, situation here, guys, where they charge them, okay? Los Angeles County District uh, Attorney George Cascon announced today that the father of the 17-year-old Son have been a father that father and a 17 year old son have been charged with killing rapper PNB Rock at South Los Angeles restaurant earlier this month. Um, I think I think the investigators who presented the case to my office as we do every single day. We will work diligently to make sure that those responsible for taking the life of an innocent victim are held accountable. Freddie Lee Trone, date of birth, uh, January 10, 1982, was charged today in case TA 158511 with one count of murder and conspiracy to commit robbery and two counts of second degree robbery. Chantel Trone. Uh, 81484 faces one count of accessory after the fact. Chantel Tron is expected to be arraigned today in Department 12 of the Los Angeles County Superior Court, Compton Branch. The minor was charged with one count each of murder and conspiracy to commit robbery. He also faces two counts of second degree robbery. He made his initial court appearance today in Department 262 at the Compton Juvenile Court. He is scheduled to return on October 19th for pretrial hearing. So in a couple of days, guys, are going to have his pretrial hearing. Also, the reason why I got two counts for second degree robbery is because he tried to rob PNB's wife as well. Uh, Okay, September 12, 30 year old Rakeem Allen, also known as PNB Rock, was fatally shot during a robbery at Roscoe's house and chicken and waffles. The teen and Chantel Trone were later arrested. Freddie Lee Trone fled, has not been arrested. The case remains under investigation. So um, they didn't get him, guys, right? So they filed the stuff, right? And they didn't get him until later on, which um, right here, they ended up finding him. A court appearance today for one of three people facing. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. So it'll make more sense. I want you guys to actually go through the court document here. We're going to go through the court document, the criminal complaint that they used to charge uh, Freddie Lee Trone and his son and his wife. OK, we're going to go through the, the criminal complaint. Now, again, the criminal complaint was filed on, I think, September 29th. OK, the same day that they made this announcement right here. So remember, on the 27th. Right. So September 12th. Here's the timeline. September 12th. Right. PNB Rock is shot and killed. Right. Then September 27th, they go ahead and they put this out. Uh, that they're looking for this guy, okay? Um, the LAPD puts it out, a bulletin, yo, we're looking for Freddie Lee Trone. We already arrested his wife and his son, right? Then, on September 29th, 
they go ahead and they make the formal announcement that he's been charged. Now they actually have court paperwork filed on him. Now we're going to go ahead and summarize this court paperwork that they filed on him. And this is a criminal complaint, guys. Viewer discretion devised. This is fairly graphic what we're going to talk about here. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the clip for y'all. And it's going to play um, portions from the actual document they, that they used to go ahead and get arrest warrants for wait. these individuals. Like the video, please. Let's get into it. And killed him. And today we're learning more about what happened that fateful day. Now, the timeline in the felony complaint says that Freddie Lee Trone met with someone oh, outside. My bad, guys. Hold on. Sorry. Let me go back and play this thing from the beginning. That is my bad right there. I give myself a stupid one. Stupid. And today we're learning more about what happened that fateful day. Now, the timeline in the felony complaint says that Freddie Lee Trone met with someone outside Roscoe's just moments after PNB Rock and his girlfriend arrived. Trone is then seen leaving, but he returns shortly. This time he's with his 17-year-old son, who was reportedly armed with a gun. Trone drops him off a short distance away from Roscoe's. The teen then walks into the restaurant and goes straight to the table where the rapper and his girlfriend friend were eating so he knew what was going on he went right there guys which is you know right there that should be raising a red flag right pointing a this gun was planned none of them prosecutors allege and saying quote give me all of your jewelry now the timeline then has the teen shooting pnb in the chest just like that and after he fell to the ground prosecutors say the teen shot him two more times in the back the felony complaint goes on to say the teenager then pointed that gun at pnb's girlfriend steph saying quote show me your hands give me that blank right now i swear to god i shoot you in the head the teen then took her jewelry but it didn't end there the complaint went on to say that as the rapper lay dying on the floor the teenager robbed him too taking his chains and watch and even pulling his rings off of his fingers the timeline ends could you imagine that guys like you're 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 you know you're on the floor you're bleeding out you know you know death is imminent at this point and some 17 year old fucking punk show just goes ahead and takes your chain off your neck and rings off that they probably won't even be able to find someone to to, to sell to like bro how fucking much of a l is that you know and and i want to also say this too i guarantee you the father probably put the son up to do it because what the father has a long rap sheet guys okay and he had been on probation etc they put the son up to it because he was a minor okay when you're a minor you're not going to get hit with the uh, to the same degree as if you're an adult so um yeah, man, this was a coordinated hit, as you guys can see from, you know, between them doing surveillance on him, some guy in the red calling him and saying, yo, blah, blah, blah. They having a conversation. And then he comes back with his son and drops him off a few blocks outside. Then the son walks in, goes directly to PMB Rock with the gun and says, yo, run your shit. And then, you know, eventually fatally shooting him. That tells you right there and then in itself that this was planned. Now, with that said, they did not mention the Instagram post in this criminal complaint. But I want to let you guys know, you guys have watched Fed it for a while now, and you understand that on Fed it, you, um, you know, criminal complaints are merely done to establish probable cause. The police rarely, if ever, put all the facts known to them in the investigation in the criminal complaint. They put the bare minimum required to get an arrest warrant, and that's it, okay? Because they don't want to disclose all the facts that they don't have to um, 
in the investigation, especially if you got informants involved, you got um, sensitive investigative techniques involved, whether maybe a Title III intercept or something else like that. You don't want to reveal these things, okay? So you want to put the bare minimum to get the guy arrested, and that's it. And then when it's time for trial, when it's time to do discovery, then you can go ahead and give the prosecutor everything that they need to get to give over to the defendant. But you don't want to disclose all that stuff uh, on a criminal complaint. And the reason why is because criminal complaints are public, okay, guys? Um, now you guys are probably wondering, Myron, why didn't you get the criminal complaint? What's going on here? There's two main reasons why I wasn't able to get this criminal complaint, guys. Number one, I didn't have enough time, okay? Los Angeles has a strange system where you actually have to go there in the court to get the documents. And then number two, there was a minor involved. So since there was a minor involved, it's extremely hard to get documents when it comes to minors because the minor is going to probably be named in the criminal complaint to some degree, and they want to go ahead and keep that private since he was 17 of eight years of age at the time of the murder. Now, also, uh, what else? Do you have some? Yeah, uh, also we're getting like, um, files and everything. The police or the investigators, whatever, in, in the courts, like if they kind of know who you're getting it for, they kind of make it really hard for you to like even get it. So they'll be like, "Oh no, you have to contact this person or this person." Oh no, we don't even have it yet, but they have it. They just don't want to give it. Like they're told. We to, ran into the same issue with Tory Lanes. I remember. Yeah, because it's this. They're told to be like, "Oh, it's public record," but I think they're told behind the scenes, like, "No, it's not." Like, but they can't really. Say else. I don't know how they can say else. My mouth hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah. All <laughs> it right. Hurts so much. Mother and son driving home, but prosecutors say they parked blocks away. So this after murder, they parked. They left the area, parked blocks away, and then walked home with the teen disposing of his shoes and shirt along the way. The felony complaint makes no mention of that now infamous social media post from PNB's girlfriend that tagged them eating at Roscoe's. Although police say the investigation is not over yet. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. The complaint doesn't mention it, but that does not dis um, necessarily disqualify the fact that the, the Instagram post could have been used by the perpetrators to still commit the crime. OK, um, like I said before, the police are only going to put the minimum required to go ahead and get an arrest warrant for the individual that they're interested in arresting. So um, who knows? We won't know until, uh, you know, it's indicted and they go to trial as to what um, was 100 percent involved. But like I said before, I think it was just gross negligence on the part of the girlfriend. I don't think they said he, you know, she set him up if she did, that she would have been in jail by now. Um, what I think it comes down to is a combination of them knowing where PNB Rock was, them watching him, uh, them acting quickly. Uh, someone else in the restaurant also had mentioned that PNB Rock is here with a bunch of um, jewelry. And then the Instagram post, all of that in tandem working together more than likely is what contributed to these um, criminals being able to get the drop on him and attack him. It was everything working in conjunction, okay? To potentially include her Instagram post, okay? Um, so, uh, and then also just to let y'all know as well, just from my, you know, law enforcement background, et cetera, the police can go ahead and do a subpoena to Instagram and figure out her story, who it was seen by. Since she has a big following, I guarantee you, they probably have to look through thousands upon thousands upon thousands of records to see who looked at her Instagram story and try to match those accounts back. But if you're a crook, you know, just trying to get the drop on somebody or whatever it may be, you're going to look on an Anon account, you know, so they still have to investigate that portion. But I would not be surprised if all those things, I as I discussed earlier, Instagram posts, the guy with the red shirt, someone in the restaurant saying that PNB Rock is here, his girl, you know, all that stuff working together was not a large contributor in him being identified so, and um, and obviously uh, the target of a robbery. So this now, guys, uh, details them being put uh, in court, okay? And we're going to get a little glimpse of uh, Freddie Lee Jones's girl. Um, the son, They're not going to show the son, obviously, because he's a minor, but uh, this adds a little bit more detail. So let's go ahead and get this thing going. 
criminal charges in the murder of rapper PNB Rock, who was shot to death in South L.A. A teenager and his father accused of murder and the teenager's stepmother of taking part in the crime after it happened. Our investigative report. More, I'm willing to bet that what she probably did was she shielded the son from being apprehended and or the um, uh, Freddie Lee. Because remember, Freddie Lee had like said, oh, I'm going to come and I'll meet with detectives or whatever. And he just ran away. So she probably lied to investigators um, and tried to shield her boyfriend slash husband and, and stepson. Eric Letter joined- That's typically what an accessory to the fact typically hits you with. It's you shielding people from uh, from being prosecuted. Just live from the newsroom right now with an update on all of this. Eric. Hi, Colleen. The criminal complaint filed today charges the father and son with murder and robbery. The stepmom with being an accessory after the fact. The teen and the stepmother are in jail in L.A. The father just arrested this afternoon in Las Vegas. The charges describe the September 13th attack on PNB Rock, also known as Rakim Allen, as the result of a conspiracy. Court documents accuse the father and son of working together to try to rob Allen as he ate lunch with his girlfriend inside the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles restaurant on Manchester Boulevard. Both father and son are charged with murder, conspiracy to commit robbery, and two counts of robbery. The LAPD says the teen was arrested in Lawndale Tuesday morning. The father, 40-year-old Freddie Lee Trone, eluded detectives on Tuesday, then was caught by an FBI fugitive task force in Las Vegas. The complaint accuses the stepmother, 32-year-old Chantel Trone, of being an accessory after the fact to the murder. She made a brief appearance in court in Compton this afternoon. Stupid. Ellen a chat for Chantel. Fucking. Entered a not guilty plea and was ordered to return to court next month. LAPD Chief Michael Moore says Allen was wearing what he called an extensive amount of jewelry when he was attacked. Moore says police were examining whether a social media post made about 20 minutes before the robbery and shooting might have drawn attention to the restaurant. We just got the criminal complaint this afternoon. It also suggests that someone inside the restaurant tipped off Trone to the, the fact that there was somebody inside the restaurant wearing a lot of jewelry. The complaint says the 17-year-old then shot Allen once in the chest, then two more times in the back, also demanded Allen's girlfriend's jewelry before he fled. Now, prosecutors say the 17-year-old made an initial appearance in juvenile court in Compton this afternoon and will return to court next month for a pretrial hearing. Reporting live in the newsroom. Crazy, right, guys? I mean, like that right there, man. So... Like that right there had me like, what the hell's going on here? So you got some dude in the red. You got some guy inside the restaurant, you know, tipping him off to PNB Rock being there. And then you got the Instagram post. You know, I guarantee you people. Oh, also other people were taking pictures there saying, yo, PNB Rock is here, etc." So when he pulled up. So there was a multitude of factors here for these criminals to go ahead and be able to find PNB Rock and rob him. And the fact that the 17 year old got dropped off a few blocks away and knew exactly where he was, walked in there, pointed the gun straight at him and told him, give me your stuff. You know, tells you right there and then that this was, you know, uh, a plot, you know, a, a poorly executed plot, but it was a plot nonetheless. OK, so. Um, so where are we at here now? So uh, we read the, the complaint and then Freddie Lee got arrested and then. OK, so. Um, PMB Rock's girlfriend breaks the silence, guys. OK, so. She uh, this is her first comment, right? And this was released on October 14th. So not long ago, PNB Rock's girlfriend says she sa- he saved her life before he was killed. And this is her finally break the silence. As you guys know, they were roasting her all over the Internet, uh, alleging that she was the reason they ended up getting killed from dropping the location, which, again, like I said before, I don't want to discount the fact that her Instagram posts 
potentially, you know, led to her getting her husband killed. But we know now that there were other factors as well that were involved in confirming that PNB Rock was in fact there. Okay, so this was not the sole reason is the main point. Uh, the girlfriend of slain rapper PNB Rock says he's 100 percent. She's she's 100 percent not OK. An Instagram post Thursday, Stephanie Sinawang talked about the shooting attack last month that claimed the life of the 30 year old rapper. My man saved my life, throwing me under the table. I'm not supposed to be here, but because of him, I am. She wrote in the caption a video showing special moments between the couple. I'm going to give him a Don DeMarco for being Don DeMarco, a real ninja throwing his girl under the table when uh, he was getting shot. And, you know, this goes to show, you know, I don't want to make this a fresh and fit type episode or whatever it may be, but I've talked about this before. Men have an innate need to protect uh, women and loved ones, okay? For all the, you know, crazy feminists out there, angry weirdos, I say, men are trash, blah, 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 all this other stupid shit. Um, the reality is, if a man loves a woman, he will willingly put his life on the line and die for his woman and child, okay? And you guys can see that that's how PMB Rock went out. He went out protecting his girl from eminent danger okay so i got to give him another don demarco and a salute for that because most people aren't g's like that okay uh the rapper was gunned down during an attempted robbery while the pair were dining together three people have been charged in connection with the shooting senna wang who shares a toddler daughter with the late artist wrote a lengthy caption in which she touched on how solid the relationship was before the shooting and the trauma she has experienced following my man had gave himself to God, did a complete 360, she wrote. He was loyal, he was patient, he was teachable, and a teacher. I was finally letting the past go and letting him show up as his changed self. My last day with you, I told you, I know you, my husband, I know you, my soulmate, she added. Sin Wang ended her post by writing, pain is real no matter how rich you are, how famous you are, how spiritual you are. Some pain is inevitable. And this also kind of de you know defeats these rumors, guys. Like, for example, people had tried to say that this guy right here, um, well, I won't even really give him too much clout. I think I don't know what his name is, but him and this guy had been going back and forth on um, Instagram Live, and they were saying that this guy was actually the individual that was involved in the killing, but it really wasn't. This dude was just trying to set up a boxing match and get some clout off of PNB Rock. I don't know why PNB honestly even gave him the time of day. Um, you know, I wish he had just ignored this guy as well as ignored all those other idiots that had, you know, uh, tried to test him. But this is kind of, you know, the unfortunate side uh, when it comes to the streets, hip hop, and being in this type of life is that. You know, this is what happens a lot of the times. People, you put a, a target on your back because you're getting money while these other dudes are fucking struggling, living on Section 8, being bums, and getting evicted by niggas like me, right? So, uh, <laughs> insider joke right there. But, um, yeah, it's evict a, a tenant. Fucking idiots out there. Fucking L for that woman. That's a whole other thing, though. But, um, yeah, man. So, that's really what it comes down to, guys. So, uh, so this was her Instagram post. Wait. Okay. Wait, did we hit the sound? No sound again? Do you want to do super chats after? Uh, yeah, let's hit. The, we'll hit the super chats after this. But I'll read her caption real quick. I'm 100% not okay, and I, I can't play the music, guys, because if I play the music, it's gonna get hit with copyright. Um, but if I wasn't spiritual, I could kill myself. But then I'll go to hell, and my man not there. My man saved my life, throwing me under that table. I'm not supposed to be here, but because of him, I am. No one would be able to handle this. To be honest, I can't even handle this to witness what I saw and to keep seeing it in my head. To being forced out the restaurant, to not being able to go in the ambulance or the hospital, car keys purse and my phone taken from me forced in the back of a police car and locked in the interrogation room all night while all this is going on and to be the last person in this world to know my man didn't make it after having the faith and confidence that he has i felt this time uh in my relationship everything was finally perfect for our family see i knew that they would have investigated her potentially being involved in setting him up but she wasn't like i told y'all before from the rip um he did a uh 
my man had given himself to God. He did a complete 360. He, uh, I think she means 180. Uh, but he was loyal. He was patient. He was teachable. And a teacher, I was finally letting the past go and letting him show up as his changed self. My last uh, day with you, I told you, I know you, my husband. I know you, my soulmate. Even though it was for a little bit, at least we got to experience what having a soulmate is. And for that, I'm grateful. You told me you hate it. Took so long. You wish you could have cha changed way sooner. Um, it takes so much prayer and spiritual therapy to gain the strength to do the simple things in life now. They say your angels come and stop by and visit you, but I feel like mine is always here. It ain't no stopping by. This life we live on earth is just temporary before we get to heaven or hell where we will spend eternity. Only thing matters in this short life is love. Anything else is irrelevant. You can't take none of this stuff with you. The devil is running loose on earth. I will never understand a loss so close. I feel so empty. My world is dark now. My heart is broken for the kids. Cover me with strength grace and vision to carry on for the family shed light on this world in such dark times let your power overcome evil pain is real no matter how rich you are how famous you are how spiritual you are some pain is inevitable and uh you know you could see that this was a very um heartfelt message here she probably wrote this with tears in her eyes but you know again like i said before guys um life is not promised to anyone and the thing you know it's very unfortunate what transpired here very sad tragic story of two idiots father and son and, you know, an even stupider stepmother, you know, involved in murdering someone over some jewelry that they probably wouldn't even be able to sell and or make any money off of and killing someone in the process and taking away a father and a husband. So, um, yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Um, all right, cool. So let's hit some of these chats. Like the video, guys, by the way, real quick. Do me that favor. We got 2,400 of y'all watching right now. You guys could be anywhere else, but you're here. So thank you for that. Um, uh, so. <laughs> this guy pods nation you need to apologize for her too no uh pods nation sir you got to remember that the instagram has still not been um discounted as a potential lead as to how the criminals were able to find him like again just because it wasn't listed in a criminal complaint does not mean that it was not a piece of evidence in the investigation my friend uh next episode of fed it myron and i are doing the trust fall challenge uh sir we will not be doing that because you are going to crush me so yeah anybody else yeah, I put it up already. Oh, told you that girl story wasn't the reason the killers were already in the parking lot uh, when they showed up. So, yep, that's Venom five bucks. Understandable that you're loyal to AC. It's clear that academics respects you, but not fresh. <laughs> they have a weird dynamic on LMAO trying to get each other back. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of what friends do to each other. But, you know, the only difference is that you guys see it in public because, you know, we're YouTubers. But all friends, you know, bust each other's balls and everything else like that. Uh, anything else, Christina? Yeah, <laughs> Chipmunk gang, Mac Joseph. Oh, they roasted Christina. I didn't get my lips done. Uh, yeah, guys, it's swelling because she just went through a procedure for her teeth. Um, yeah, I didn't get my lips done at let's all. Let's see here. Anything else? Yes, I'm going down through a whole bunch. Oh, Sean A, 100 bucks. Thank you so much, sir. He goes, the people closest to you know how the game works. In my home country, we have to have armed guards everywhere we go. My uncle was a very high-ranking official, and his cousins had him killed because he was dishonorable to the family. He was shot 22 times. God damn. Uh, my condolences to you and your family, my friend. That's yeah. terrible. Uh, anything else? Yeah, it, we have a whole bunch. Hold on. Okay. There's so many like chats in. I would open up the phone lines, guys, but with the mixer acting crazy and stuff like that. Would it work though? It probably will, but then once it turns off, the phone lines are going to be all fucked up like last time. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, guys. We we're gonna we're building the new PC tomorrow. Uh, we'll probably have it ready to go for you guys. Um, for Wednesday show because we're going to build it tomorrow. I'm still waiting on some other parts to come in and when those parts come in, build that PC and we'll be good to go. Comes in tomorrow morning. Um, well, we won't have all the parts. Well, Maybe we do. we're going to have to test run it and stuff like that too. Yeah. 
Uh, Martin, why are there always audio issues in the studio? Is it because someone keeps unplugging a cord? Is it related to the complicated setup? So a couple of things, guys. It's related to the complicated setup and also uh, Windows 11 sucks, for lack of better terms, without me putting you guys to sleep and everything else like that. Windows 11 <laughs> fucking blows, okay? So we're building a new PC, and the audio issues will be fixed because, um, yeah, we run a very, very complex setup. Um, with mixers and stage boxes and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the Matrix is attacking for Michael Trillstein. Thank you so much, sir. But we will combat the Matrix over here on this side of the internet. And then we got Live Machine, 10 bucks. Myron, can you do one on Christopher Dorner, the cop that killed other cops in Southern California? That case seems like it was some shady stuff going on. Audio upgrade would be cool, though. Um, I've never heard of that case, but I could definitely check it out. Um, and guys, we only got 1.1K likes, man. We got almost 2,500 of you guys watching. Bro, it costs nothing, guys. <laughs> For you to just stop what you're doing, hit that like button. I wouldn't be asking if you guys just got the engagement up. Once you guys get the engagement up, I don't got to ask nothing. I just keep going through the show. I just smash through it and we get it done. But I hate having to continuously say, yo, get the engagement up, etc." because channels like this are, I mean, yeah, I think this channel is shadow banned too because it's linked to Fresh and Fit. But yeah, man, guys, you got to remember that like with us, like they don't like us on the internet. So the only way we get support a lot of times and get pushed into engagement is through you guys. So all I ask, if you like the video, you don't got to donate a dollar. These FedEx episodes take a lot of time. I spent all day researching this for y'all, pulling up stuff, calling people in Los Angeles, trying to get the criminal complaint for us, but they wouldn't give it to us because obviously it's a minor. So we really do work behind us, uh, work really hard behind the scenes to give you guys these FedEx episodes. You know, I do a ridiculous amount of research behind the scenes so that when I get on here and I talk about the cases, I don't sound like a bumbling idiot and I don't sound stupid so that you guys can go ahead and get the facts. Um, you know, put in timestamps up, all that other stuff. So yeah, man, it's a lot it's of work. So all you got to do is just like the video, man. Christina's over here, you know, gathering documents for you guys from other states and stuff like that. We're recruiting people, hiring people, paying people to go ahead and get documents for us. So it's a lot of work, man. So all I ask is you like the video. Um, Myron, this is how to determine which set is responsible for a case in LA. Google gang maps and drop it in the location of the crime. The closest gang to the map uh, to the crime is responsible. I, I mean, they, they killed Pop Smoke in, the, in a very, uh, you know, fancy area and it was Hoover's. So, I mean, that that test might not work every single time. Big academics pulled the fire alarm to warn Sneeko about the Brazilian in the building. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. Uh, 1 Timothy 610 for the love of money is the root of all evil. Some people risk it all to have it. SMH, RAP, PMB Rock. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Money is the root of a lot of evil things, my friends. And it's not everything. It really isn't. Uh, anything else? Yeah, it's just, um, it's glitching. It's glitching? What's yeah, glitching? This is going to cut off again. Oh, sound cut off? No, 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 no. I'm saying the computer. Oh, okay. So uh, let me go ahead and pull wait, up the rest of the chat. Whoa. Sorry, guys. Christina's computer acting crazy. Um, it was not planned. She said that the father saw him in the restaurant. Once he saw PNB, he left and got a son. But again, you guys got to remember that the totality of the circumstances is what matters. So it didn't help that she posted on Instagram to confirm that they were still there. So stupid. You know what I'm saying? Did, like I said before, I called it from the first episode. I don't think that what she did was um on purpose her trying to hurt and or get her husband killed but what she did was 1000 percent stupid because you best believe i would not be surprised if someone that was involved in this conspiracy to rob him saw the instagram post okay i would not be surprised if someone saw it and they were like okay they're still there because remember she posted it and they were still at the location guys who ninja fresh my books did you announce the winner for the giveaway yet or you will you be doing that on monday oh that's for oh the, for um, the teeth situation that, that's why i'm swollen right now who's who's gonna when are they gonna announce that um, I actually text her, so I'm just waiting for her to let me know. But it's gonna be this week they're gonna announce the winner for it. Tomorrow free. or it's Tuesday? Uh maybe tomorrow, Tuesday for a free smile. Okay, so. cool. Uh and then we got um but who else do we got here? 
That's why I'm swollen. <laughs> That's why she's swollen. Pause. Uh, 82 June goes, can you, uh, okay. Ryan Sander goes, if someone uh, pled guilty to a felony assault, they truly didn't commit it, it commit in the past. Is there anything they can do after they served their time and paid their debt to society, clear their name and record? Someone pled guilty to felonies and truly didn't commit in the um, So here's the thing, bro, With because I've heard this before. Oh, yo, I could get my felony record expunged. Mm, it depends on certain. No, nah, man, th th they're always going to be able to find your criminal record. When you're here's the and that's a that's a common fallacy. Here's the thing, guys. In the United States, if you're arrested, right, they go ahead and they roll your fingerprints. Okay, when they roll your fingerprints, it generates something called an FBI number and a state ID number. Okay, or a SID, FBI and a SID, and it gets put into something called IAFIS. Right, which basically is like an entire database of millions upon millions of fingerprints of people that are you know. Fingerprinted for arrest records, fingerprinted for immigration records, fingerprinted for um, uh, for employment purposes, etc. I got FBI number because I used to work for the government, so they had to fingerprint me. So what happens is when you get arrested for a felony and you get convicted, etc., yeah, you could go ahead and work and get your record expunged or whatever it may be, but a law enforcement officer is always going to be able to pull your records, okay? Even if it's juvenile records, they'll be able to pull them and figure out what actually happened. So when people say, oh, I'm going to get my felony expunged so that I can go out and carry a gun. Okay, maybe in the state that you're in, you might be able to do that, though I don't know any instances off the top of my head. But you can always still be pro federally prosecuted for being a felon in possession of a firearm. So you're never really safe. Okay? Uh, let's see here. Way more. Way more? Okay. I just posted it. I just posted. Hey. What? Uh, why was Andrew Tate interviewing Rom Romania revol uh, removed? Uh, YouTube hating, man. We're going to put on Patreon for y'all, though, so don't worry. Uh, 100K on the way, protein. Yep, absolutely. We're close to 100K on this channel, man. I can't wait to get a plaque so we can flex on the haters that don't like us. Um, someone in the chat put said that I was admin. Okay. Yeah, I was admin, bro. Stupid. How would I have this much experience and be able to talk to you guys about criminal cases off the top of my head like this a lot of times if I didn't? Um, or answer questions to, this, to the level of detail that I do if I didn't actually do criminal cases. You sound very you, stupid. You have photos on your IG. Page. I got photos on my <laughs> IG of me like taking drugs and shit like that. What are you talking about? Or no. seizing guns and, and all that stuff. Go look at my Instagram, Unplug Fit. Like I have all that stuff. I, I, I even got a director's award <laughs> for a case that I did. So what are you talking about, dude? Uh, you must be new here, my friend. 82 June, five bucks. Oh, no, I read that one. I, I didn't get to read that one. Did I? Oh, not, sorry. Okay, uh, Pester goes, Can you, did you get the new... 4090 for the new pc uh yes that's going to be the new um and we also got another case coming as well i'm going to compare the two whichever one is better we're going to keep 82 june said can you also do a dallas shooter who went on a police killing spree the dallas shooter dallas shooter i can look it up i think i think i, I think i know what they're talking about it happened like uh five or six years ago i think i know what you're talking which case you're talking about um let's see here wait give more uh, free R. Kelly. That's from Michael Trillstein. Yeah, man. Go check out my episode on R. Kelly that I did for y'all. Yeah. We got 2,500 of y'all in here, man. Like the video, by the way, guys. Um, Anything else? Uh, We did this shot, the $100 one, right? If um, any of you guys got questions, man, shoot them in and then I'll uh, end the broadcast. Yeah, I think that's all it. Drugs, Myron LaCandela. Uh, okay. No, I've never done drugs in my all life. Right. Okay, now can we just acting up now? I gotta restart it. Yo, Pods Nation, bro. Like, do you not understand that they did not release all the information on the criminal complaint? Just because they did not make mention of the Instagram post on a criminal complaint does not mean that the that the Instagram post was not utilized in gaining probable cause to go ahead and secure the arrest. What do you not understand, bro? This is my wheelhouse. I know what I'm talking about. Shut the fuck up. Like, what the hell is this dude talking about, man? Like, wild. We just got one. Wild, man. Ignore. Um.
If it comes out that it wasn't involved at all, then yeah, I'll apologize. But again, like I told you guys before, criminal complaints are written to establish probable cause. They're not going to put all the facts in the criminal complaint. And it would make sense because here's the thing. If I have to add to the criminal complaint, me serving a subpoena on Instagram, me get looking through Instagram records, me saying this, me saying that, et cetera, that's way more information I need to put in. I could go ahead and put that into the indictment information, bro. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate it when people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about try to tell me, oh, yo, uh, you don't know. Apologize, bro. Apologize. You don't know anything about the case, my friend. <laughs> if you do divorce cases, the channel will blow up. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do divorce cases, guys, because those are admin cases. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Because all he's been doing all week is like, yo, you need to punish. You need to get rid of academics and you need to apologize to this girl. Like, bro, listen. Run your own podcast, bro. Run your own podcast. I'm not even going to ban you or kick you off or anything like that, but you don't have to watch this content. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Go do something else. Mm -hmm. you, you got your own pod, right? Do your own pod. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what the hell? Like, wild, man. Wild. Like, I don't go on your shit like, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. Fuck you, man. Uh, okay. What else here? Uh, do we have anybody else? No, we're off that. I'm just double checking. We're good. We're caught up. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right. Other than that, yeah, guys, um, I'll be, I'll post, um, I know I haven't been posting a lot on my Instagram as far as like workouts. I'll post what I did today in the gym for y'all. I know some of you guys really like, like that stuff. Sometimes guys, when I go in there, I just try to train and not record. Cause I'm not going to lie. Whenever I, uh, train and I, you know, I got to set up the camera and do my set and all this other stuff. It's extremely cumbersome and very annoying. And I like to keep my rest periods very short in the gym. So that is why sometimes I don't, um, you know, record myself uh training in the gym but i'll give you guys what i did today i just want to hit sh shoulders and arms you know hit a weak point day uh my training split typically is like three days of full body workouts and then another two or three days of weak point days so um so yeah i got y'all man uh let's see here anything else um nothing popped up yet nothing else mm -hmm. all right all right uh, other than that, guys, so I'm going to go ahead, guys, and start getting uh, working on this Bin Laden documentary. Um, it'll probably be released on Thursday. And um, yeah, man, I'm going to break down, uh, like I said before, going to break it down in different um, parts. Uh, first is going to be obviously 9-11 attacks and the FBI's response. Then we're going to cover how they found Bin Laden, how the CIA tracked him down. Then we're going to cover um, after, you know, the, the how they killed him and what they found at the house. And, um, and then also, more than likely, we'll go ahead and talk about the conspiracy theories concerning 9-11, you know, with, uh, you know, the new Pearl Harbor, and, which is a five-hour documentary that tries to say that the 9-11 situation was, um, you know, not real um, or that, you know, it, the towers didn't necessarily collapse from the planes hitting. Rather, it was from a controlled demolition and then also some potential parts from the documentary Loose Change, which is another conspiracy theory um, uh, movie that talks about the same situations. Um, let's see here. Uh, and then we got Ronald Reed, five bucks. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Um, and yeah, let's see here. Remember miles, two bucks. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, <laughs> cage. Shigi goes that, uh, Myron, the haters out in force tonight. My G it's all good, man. I'm, I'm just, uh, it's just very interesting to see. Like if you hate someone, why are you watching them? Yeah. You know, I'll never understand that. Like if I, like, you don't catch me like sitting there like, Oh, yo, um, let me just go watch a bunch of people that I hate. For no reason. Like, that's strange to me. Like, why would you waste your time watching a bunch of people that you don't like? I, I don't understand that. I never will understand that. You know, um, this is a very niche type of content, too. So it's like if you're you if you find this channel, you must have been searching for it, which means you you probably watch Fresh and Fit to find this channel. So it makes me wonder what's going on. And then also real quick before I close this thing out, um, I know you guys want me to go ahead and cover 
um, I did a poll yesterday on Instagram. Actually, you know what? Let me do this poll right now in the chat with y'all. Since you guys are out here watching live, I'm going to go ahead and do a poll right now. Um, you have me? What was that? We have more super chats. Okay. Uh, can you read it for the for the people real quick, Christine? <laughs> yeah, you read it. Go ahead while I pull <laughs> I up this poll. It sounds so bad. Just read it. Okay, I'm trying to find it. Give me a second. Shout out to Christina being useless. <sighs> but I'm trying to get all of it. In. Um. Okay, Chosin. Just when I thought I was out, Big Mo's Chalupa pulls me back in. That's, I don't know what to say to that. Um, hold on. Put all it down. Juan Hop, $50. Mayan, um, would you ever break down how things are in Mexico in regards to the cartel activity in corporation Americans? Ignore how bad it is here. Yeah, I could definitely do that for y'all if you guys. We've want. been like, yeah, everybody's been wanting that, like the cartel breakdown. Uh, and then we got, uh, yeah, that was one Villanueva. Yeah, yeah for sure, bro. Um, a whole bunch. All right, so guys, I got a poll right here, okay? And I want you guys to go ahead and start um, voting on it. Basically, is do you want hip hop music video reactions? And what I mean by that, guys, is basically, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start reacting to music videos that you know the feds and or the state has used against rappers and go ahead and break down some of the things that they potentially look for in the music videos that they use to indict these artists now i think uh there's a very good chance i'll probably get hit with copyright doing this project but it's okay you know there'll be shorter videos probably you know 10 to 20 minute breakdowns all together i'll probably do it uh, i mean I, i'll see if i could do it live without them turning off the stream but if y'all want me to do that uh i can definitely um do that for you guys and for you guys out there that are saying yo rat 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 listen you fucking idiot stupid it's for artists that have already been arrested and indicted, okay? That's what I'm going to do it for. I'm not going to do it for artists that like are currently out free or whatever. I'm going to do it for um, artists that have already been arrested and prosecuted for racketeering crimes or crimes uh, that the, the police use music videos to get them on, okay? That's what I would do it on, all right? So please use some common sense when I speak and I ask for your guys' opinion on this. And let's see what the poll says. Right now, we got 74% for yes. 26% for no. Okay. Um, all right. And we got 319 votes. So that so that's what I would really, that's what I would do. Oh, I see someone here put uh, Sue Surf Rico. Um, maybe I'll cover that one. I honestly thought about potentially covering it today, but I don't think enough people know um, who Sue Surf is. And for some of you guys that are wondering who Sue Surf, he's a battle rapper, uh, pretty, very good battle rapper out of uh, New Jersey. They just picked him up and a couple other people out of New Jersey um, on a Crip racketeering case. So um, that's what it that's what it is, because like I noticed that um, Bruce Rivers, shout out to Bruce Rivers. He does um, criminal lawyer reacts CLR uh, to music videos. So I figured, hey, if you guys want a you know a criminal defense attorney reacting to it, it'd probably be interesting to watch a Fed uh, uh, react to it. Because, again, guys, I'm not a fucking um, I'm not a street dude at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like all you got pig of rap, blah, blah, blah. It's like. I, I'll never understand that because uh, I was the one that had the informant. So how am I a rat when I was the one controlling the rats? Please explain that to me. Stupid. So anyway. Um, you cool. have more. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And the poll is still going, guys. I used spinach to kale. Tell these bimbos to go to hell. All right, man. Shout out to you, Mo. And then uh, also, guys, do me a favor. It's 2,100 y'all in here. Get me to 2K and we will be square. Carlos Lopez. Much love, Myron. Since I've been watching you and Fresh, y'all changed my life, and I'm very much appreciated, bro. Thank you so much, man. We ain't nothing without you, my friend. So thank you for the support. Uh, and then, do you know Chad Marks from Blood on the Razor Wire? I don't. I do not. And then we got any plans to cover Michael Jordan's dad's case? 
No, that wasn't on my radar at all. That's still unsolved, if I'm not mistaken, too. For some of you guys that are wondering, Michael Jordan's father was murdered um, decades ago. And I think that case is still unsolved, if I'm not mistaken, unless someone here in the chat can correct me. If you guys want those older cases, I got a whole case on O.J. Simpson, by the way, too. Let, let me show you all real quick, man, because some of these um, some some of these uh, um, cases that I've done, like you guys have asked for, and I've already done them. So let me show you guys the channel real quick. Um, so here's fed it right here i'm gonna go ahead and share a screen with y'all real fast because i don't think you guys oh, let me remove this one and then present all right all right so this is the channel right here guys and on this channel, right, I got all the, you know, these are the ones that got the most views. So I put those at the top for you guys, the most popular ones, the YSL Rico, O-Block Rico, YNW Melly, Casanova, etc. Tory Lanez, right? Well, shout out to Christina, by the way. She was the one that, um, you know, broke this case where Tory Lanez did not shoot Meg Thee Stallion. She stepped on glass. So Meg Thee Stallion, give yourself a big stupid and an L. And then you got, you know, all the recent videos, right? I got it organized, right? Clips, everything else like that. Then I got the live streams, right? The last one we did was the Dahmer one. You guys really enjoyed this one. Speaking of which, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys John Wayne Gacy as well, the killer clown. So stay tuned for that one. That one has been requested quite a bit. I will do John Wayne Gacy. I'm actually watching a documentary right now on it for you guys that I'll probably react to. It's five hours long, but it's uh, probably the better one. Then I do crime documentary breakdowns here. As you guys can see, this is one that I did on uh, the book Hitman, which actually led to a triple murder, the biggest heist in history where they stole fucking like $18 million. Uh, you know, you got uh, your boy here. Let me enlarge this size real fast. Okay, you got Whitey Bulger here, right? Legendary crook back in the day. I got the biggest serial killer in his FBI history, the Unabomber, OJ Simpson right here. This one got the, this one actually I really enjoyed doing, guys. Um, this one is 18 and up though because it was so violent, right? Look at this, it's so fucking lame. But I break down the entire case in here um, and actually expose who was the likely killer in it. So a lot of you guys ask me for cases that I've, that I've done a lot of the times. Um, you know, Paid in Full, The Real Story, Pablo Escobar, you know, Robert Hansen, the biggest um, compromise in U.S. history of intelligence. This is the uh, FBI shootout from Miami. A lot of you guys requested this one as well. Um, this one is also, I think, 18 and up. Oh, yeah, that one was really violent. Uh, and then, yeah, man. So, yeah. And then, obviously, you got Fresh to Fit, you got Fresh Fit Clips, and you got Fresh Prince CEO. Subscribe to all three of those channels as well. And we just hit 970 on Fresh to Fit. I didn't Down notice. Monko, Monko. So, yeah, man. So, other than that, guys. Um, we have two more. Two more? All right, I'll read these last two. Uh, truth is light haters are like bugs attracted to light so keep giving them the truth and watch them all get vaporized yeah absolutely man absolutely my thing is just like um normally i wouldn't say nothing but pause nation should know better he's been watching us for a very long time that's why i had to say something normally i wouldn't give a fuck what haters got to say but it's like bro what are you doing man you've been watching us for a minute you know how cool we are with act uh remember miles 10 bucks shout out to fresh fit shout out to fed the real deal i'm dropping an album soon we'll get there rm cool and the night commander, his name was Larry M. Demery, and it was about 30 years ago and is up for parole as we speak. Okay, that was the guy that killed Michael Jordan's father? Okay. Mm. <laughs> like I said, do a case on... <laughs> Wait, I just did a... Clouds, man. You guys are hilarious. Uh, when are you going to do the Young Dolph case? We talked about that earlier, guys. It's been very difficult to procure the documents for that case. It's not easy. Um, every time we send someone over there to go get the documents, they start asking a lot of questions like, who are you? Why do you want it? Um, what's your name, where you live, etc. So it always spooks out the people that we send to go get it. Um, so they clearly have some type of agenda, some something's going on there where they don't want to give those documents out. Um, probably because there's informants involved, to be honest with you. That's probably why they don't want to give it out because there's probably informants involved. Um, 
For the giveaway, we're supposed to tag five people in the comments, right? Or was it the story when we shared the post? Um, That's about the tea thing. Okay, so it was to tag five people, follow them, and I believe we post onto your story. Um, it, I would, the, all instructions are all like on the post, but we're gonna be taking it down soon. Yeah, double check it, guys. Yeah. Special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what FedEx covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. You see him reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. We are facing two counts of premeditated murder. Racketeering and Rico conspiracy. Young, young slime life. Karen after referred to as YSL. The this defendants is, uh, 6 9 And then this is Billy.